I'm Luka Doncic and this is Lockdown Mavericks Podcast. And welcome. You are locked on to the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Engstead, and joining me, as always, my co-host, contributor at Mavs.com, the live lord, the one more thing king, Isaac Harris will be joining us in the second segment. We went the entire live hot mic stream, and for some reason, it crashed in the middle, and so we lost the first segment. We got the second two segments, and those are the good ones anyway, so I'm glad we get to redo this one. But the... Uh, Podcast crash. I don't know what happened with it. Anyway, you're stuck with me for the first segment. Uh, we will be talking about Buddy Healed questions, asking if the Mavericks could get Buddy Healed. Would the Mavericks do a trade with Paul George potentially if the Clippers were looking to do that? We'll answer questions about that. What are the best finals matchups, the worst finals matchups out of the four teams left? All kinds of questions. We'll get to all your questions after that, after this, this second and third segment. But today, let's get into our five star Apple review questions. If you want to get a question in, Go ahead to Apple Podcasts, leave a five-star review, get your questions in. Got a whole bunch of them. We're trying to get to 1,000 reviews. We're at 518, I think, still, so we're stuck there. Somebody else give us a question. This is from Wade Led. He said, man, after watching game seven of the Raps vs. Celtics, I can't help but wish we'd get Marcus Smart back here in Dallas. What do you guys think it would take to steal him away from Boston? Is it worth it? What would it cost, either in assets or future cap space for Giannis? Man. This is definitely a question I'm glad I'm answering after game two of the Eastern Conference Finals instead of during like the live stream was. Marcus Smart would be incredible. Obviously, he'd be incredible on this Mavericks team. I think he has all the things that you want. He's not necessarily a secondary playmaker you want. He can make secondary plays. He can make other plays. But he's that. He's the enforcer you want. He's the you know perimeter defender you want. He fits a guard spot. He could d- defend any kind of guard and a lot of wings too. He fits a lot of things this Mavericks team needs. He's also from Dallas. You know it'd be great to bring him back home. I don't think you're going to be able to pry him away from Boston, especially because I don't know if the Mavericks have anything that Boston wants. I don't think they have. You know, oh, would they be interested in the 18th and the 31st draft pick this year? Probably not. The Celtics have a bunch of draft picks. Would they be interested in any of the players the Mavericks have? Probably not because. If they want anything, they want veteran players. They already have good young players. They already have guys that they're grooming and trying to to build up and all that. But after game two of the Eastern Conference Finals, apparently reports from Malika Andrews of ESPN and others that they are now talking, you know, that Marcus Smart is in the locker room and he is freaking out about them just completely blowing that game. And there's yelling. They're screaming. Apparently, there is things in the locker room that are uh, <laughs> being thrown. There's, there's talk of stuff being thrown in the locker room. So if there's something there, if there's something with Marcus Smart being upset, you know, at his Boston teammates, if that is, you know, not fixable, I don't know how it would get to that point at this point. But if it is, heck yeah, get in there, trade what you can. Give up, you know, maybe you'd have to give up Seth Curry, DeLon. Maybe you'd have to give up both, definitely have to give up both of the draft picks. You know, I don't really know what Marcus Smart's value would be. That would be really interesting, but I'm totally in. Definitely in on bringing Marcus Smart. I think he'd be an incredible role player, especially to add to this defense. So that's what we think about Marcus Smart. Uh, would he affect the cap space for Giannis? Yes, but you'd have to trade a couple players that would hopefully take down your, you know, your 2021 
salaries as well. So I think that would kind of equal out in the end. Couple of questions we got to on the live stream. One of them was, would you be interested in bringing in Tyson Chandler? Absolutely. Definitely interested in bringing in Tyson Chandler. The question was posed, you know, would you bring in Tyson Chandler to help Porzingis become a better roller, become a better, you know, paint defender? I don't think that Tyson Chandler would come in and give you a whole lot production-wise, but I'm totally down to bring him in as your veteran off the bench, as your guy that's going to come in and mentor guys, be there for them. I don't think you're going to ask a whole lot of, you know, Tyson Chandler production-wise, but I'm totally down with bringing him in. Totally down with bringing him in. That'd be awesome. Definitely great having him back in Dallas. People in the organization love him, talk the best about him. It would also be interesting because he'd have three separate seasons that he'd play for the Mavericks. So he'd play for the Mavericks for three seasons, but they'd be three completely def- separate seasons, none of them consecutive. So that's kind of weird. Also, some people still think he's the best center in Mavericks history. Porzingis may have already taken him over at that, but that'd be an interesting conversation as well. Another question we got on the live stream was, how many Mavericks are better than Lakers guard Alex Caruso, which I found kind of entertaining. You start to go through it and you say, well, you know, obviously Luca Porzingis better. Obviously, I would take Maxi over him, Dor- Dorian over him. You would take Seth Curry over him, Tim Hardaway Jr. over him. You would take, uh, yeah, so he, I think I would take Alex Caruso over DeLon. I would take Alex Caruso over Justin Jackson. Dwight Powell is an interesting one. Would I take Alex Caruso over Dwight Powell? They're just so different. Dwight Powell has the elite skill of rim rolling, so I think that gives him maybe a little edge. Then you have Jalen Brunson, and that's the question we got to on the live stream was Jalen Brunson or Alex Caruso? They're just so different. Jalen Brunson, younger, better playmaker, maybe a little bit better scorer. Alex Caruso, better defender, maybe better spot-up shooter. It just depends on what kind of team you have. So it's an interesting question. Let us know. Tweet us at LockedOnMavs, at Nick Van Exit, at Isaac L. Harris. Would you take Alex Caruso over Jalen Brunson right now? Random question. That's what we get into on Lockdown Mavs. We are Mavs every single day. And if you haven't already, subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, wherever. Subscribe to us. Hang out with us five days a week. Take us on your commutes with you. All right, coming up. We got to get into a question our guy Basketball Troy asked on the live stream. He asked, can the Mavericks get Buddy Healed? And if they got Buddy Heald, could they still get Giannis as well? And what would that group, that foursome, what would that do in the NBA? We'll talk about all that and answer that question coming up. All right, Isaac. Basketball Troy, we have to answer this question. We teased it before the break. Basketball Troy says, with Buddy Heald at $20 million in 2021 and the Giannis pipe dream still alive, very well alive, would it be big brain to wait one year and hope the Mavericks show even more greatness with a trio of Luka, KP, Buddy for one year? Then Luca, KP, Giannis, and Buddy in 2021 with the Golden State Warriors like payroll. What do you think about this Buddy Healed Giannis pipe dream? I mean, I like Buddy and I like the fit. It's just if you're gonna trade for somebody like Buddy now, you would have to be looking at like you would have to dump 22 million for that 2021. Like I wouldn't give up the cap space and give up the chance at Giannis. So in this scenario, you would be talking saying you would be giving up Dwight Powell, DeLon, uh, you know, that gets you to what, 19, you probably still need another three or four million, put somebody else in that deal, and then you're swapping that out for Buddy. Buddy's a great fit, he's a shooter, he would fit with Giannis too. Um, yeah, I'm not opposed to it, it's just I don't know if you can do that. I don't, I don't know if, yeah, but sure, cool. I mean, the, the fit, just if you can make it work, right, and the way you put it, I mean, you 
exchange Dwight Powell and you know Delon Wright somehow. You get rid of them or you know send them in the in the trade or however you do it. And Buddy's going to be demanding a trade, so he's not going to get equal value, I don't think. So if you make that work, send Delon Wright over there, send somebody else. I mean, if you can make that work, Luca with with Buddy and KP, that's that's a pretty good offensive starting five. Defensively, you're going to struggle a lot for yes. sure. But then you bring Giannis in. You have, you have Dorian as your other starter. That's a really, really, really good starting five, I think. That gives you pretty much everything that you want. It gives you shooting with KP and, and Buddy. It gives you playmaking with Luka and Giannis. It gives you the post-up with Giannis. It gives you the defense with you know Dorian and, and Giannis. I mean, that is – and KP protecting the rim as well. I will I mean, say this about that Buddy. That lineup is awesome. Buddy Hill's deal does decline too. So he makes 24.9 this year. Uh, yeah, or this coming year, 2021, it's 22.9, then 19, and then – 20 back up to 21 it's kind of weird numbers but i think i in an ideal world if you're going to pay 22 you know million to a, a wing alongside luca you want him to be able to defend but he's not really known for his defense but i guess if you can't get a defender i like i'd prefer oladipo over buddy hill that makes sense yeah he's not known for his defense but he does shoot the ball pretty well that's a that's a a, he's it'd be a great a really great lineup there i think i think that's a title title contending lineup with Giannis for sure for sure (laughs) all right next question this comes from danny he says besides Giannis, who would you want in free agent that's feasible this question always gets asked to us in some version or another what's a feasible what's a realistic free agent i don't know why you guys don't think Giannis is not a realistic free agent i mean i feel like that's still that's the that's the one that you want yeah, I mean, yeah, we've talked about the Giannis thing. We're always going to talk about the Giannis thing. But outside of until that... Until he signs that five-year deal with Milwaukee this year. <laughs> yes, over the next few weeks or something. Yeah, until he does that. But no, I mean, outside of that, there's just a lot of names that you just never know. I mean, look where we were two weeks ago. And that so many of us, including myself, thought the Clippers were going to win the title. And I, I mean, I was even joking when Nick, you know, the other day, I was like, yeah, I just don't... I mean. I know it's a two-year window for the Clippers, but I feel like these guys are going to be locked in. You know, Kawhi and them wanted to, they wanted to go there and all this stuff. Now, two weeks later, bam. I mean, we're talking, I mean, are they going to even bring Harold back? Will they try to, you know, trade Lou Will? Will they, are they going to shop Paul George? And if it, now they have a one-year window, and if it doesn't work at all and it crashes and burns again next year, Kawhi and Paul George can opt out, and then who knows what they're going to do then. So that's the type of thing that you just give you give yourself the chance that summer. Whether if it's not Giannis, then Oladipo is going to be a free agent. Paul George could be a free agent. Heck, Kawhi could be a free agent. Uh, there's a there's guys with player options. Drew Holiday could be a free agent that summer. Uh, Kyle, I mean, you want somebody probably better than Kyle Lowry that summer, but that's going to be over these next two years. That's you have this window. Because then you start getting into KP's going to be making around thirty five, Luca's going to sign his, you know that that next max. So you have this window in the next two years that if you're going to go out and try to get that third star, if we want to say star, that's your window. That's the window. That's what they're going after. That's what they've you know been building towards. Basically, I think all these deals have sort of been building towards that. Doesn't take a lot for that, them to get a max slot, and they still have you know a foundation which we talked about against you know after the Clippers collapse, basically they have this foundation, they're building the chemistry. 
It's huge. What they're doing now is is huge. Eurostep Bros comes with a question, says, are the Mavericks going to rebrand soon? I think this is another question we get every single time. Green, man. Everybody loves green. No, I mean, um, how far? Rebrand. What? How do we want to define rebrand? I think what people want, or what's, what some people want, whoever asked for the rebrand, what they want is everything. They want everything yeah. rebranded. The logo, the lettering. They want the jerseys, all the jerseys. They want to trash all the jerseys. They want to get brand new ones. They just want a brand new something. And to be honest, whenever people ask people ask for that, I'm like, you're playing with fire. You're, the last couple of jerseys that have come out from the Mavs, I mean, people have not been super excited about those jerseys. So. How about this? We're doing, li- we're, we're doing live on Hot Mic right now. After we finish the pod, we can talk more about rebrand stuff on hot mic we'll have to bring in an interpreter for isaac for the podcast but but no i mean but realistically the the uh, old school jerseys that's pretty public knowledge as far as you know old school jerseys coming you know coming back possibly next year uh you know that they you know yeah i think allison talked about that on a on a mavs.com podcast but um yeah i mean i think we should be seeing at least that uh coming and we can wait on rebrand stuff. Dylan asked another good question. He said, if the Nuggets win it all, will that championship get an asterisk? I know we talked about this a lot before the season, and you were very, very clear that you said this was going to be an asterisk championship. And I said, no, this was not. After seeing all the basketball, after seeing that it is legitimate, that it is actual basketball that everyone is playing, are you well, on board saying legitimate this basketball. Is a, a real title? I'll, I'll, I'll extend it further. How do you think fans will take it if it if it's a non Lakers team? If it's a non Lakers team, so like say the Celtics win, any of the other three teams win the title, will it be viewed? Will this, will this title be viewed the exact same way as past ones? Uh, not by Lakers fans. <laughs> well, of course, <laughs> that's for that's sure. A, that's a, that's uh, a given. I think people. I think people will view it as legitimate. It'll be weird because that means. Tatum is getting a ring. That means Butler is getting a ring. That means Jokic is getting a ring, right? Those are brand. So it's it's always weird when you get a brand new like star type player to get a ring. It's always just kind of a, a weird feeling at first, yeah. especially if they are not a juggernaut type team. If Giannis got it, it'd be so it'd be so different. But since some of these other teams are kind of coming in out of nowhere, and maybe the bubble played into that, but I think it's been okay. All- well, well, if the Nuggets go on and win the title, would they be viewed the same way as the Raptors last year? I think it, I think that it'll be more impressive for the Nuggets. I think people will be more impressed with them, just because the three one and beating the Lakers and Clippers. They went because yeah, three one against the Jazz, three one against the Clippers. They went. They would have had to go, go through the Clippers, the Lakers. I mean that that's those are two of the best teams that. I mean those are maybe the two best teams in the NBA, and they would have had to go through both of them. I've just been very open about this. I think it's like I think it, it'll be impressive. Basketball has been so much fun to watch. I just stacked up to other rings and stacked up to other championships. I don't I don't view it the same way. And that to me it doesn't matter who wins it. I don't view it the same way. Just, just because of the just because of the plane rides. Nick and I went round and round about this. This has been <laughs> written about and everything. Like this is actually a big thing about travel and no fans and all of that stuff. It just to me, I mean it's my opinion. It's just how I view this ring. 
I just still can't believe that you won't give it like. And, and I said that, but I said I said that before we even started the playoffs. So I was even risking. I know it's a small chance for a lot of people, but I was even risking the Mavericks going on some historic crazy run. And I was ready. I'm like, dang, if the Mavericks went to the title, everybody would be like, Isaac, you can't celebrate this title because you don't think it's. I was like, I'm gonna have I would. to. I, would I know. I'm that. like, I would have to like eat that crow. But uh, but no, I mean, I, I so I was saying this before the bubble. I stand by it now. That's just how I feel. All right, so here's my question. Ooh. Does Luca's game four game winner a legitimate playoff game winner? <laughs> sure. I mean, if I, the title's not legitimate, then are the playoff games a legitimate, legitimate game winner? Like, what? I don't know what we're. <laughs> You're gonna, you said you'd view the title differently. Are you going to view the yeah, game winner? I feel winner like a title is differently different than one shot. <laughs> I mean, that's it. I mean, <laughs> I wish everyone listening could see my face on hot mic because I was being facetious there, but. Um, all right, couple more questions, uh, and then we'll we'll move on. Uh, is, is Isaac wearing a tie dye t shirt with Mavs graffiti colors? Yes, Isaac is wearing Isaac's wearing a graffiti like tie dye t shirt, a Mavs gaming hat, and he has a mellow Nuggets jersey behind him, or it could be a throwback Jokic jersey. Nuggets fan for life, <laughs> for sure. Uh, Eurostep Bros says. Well, we'll ask this question coming up. What will make the best NBA Finals? We'll talk about that coming up. God. But before we do, Isaac Harris. Yeah. You love Built Bar. Built Bar has been pretty good to us. You recently got some Built Bars. What kind of Built Bars did you get, and are you feeling good about your Built Bars? Yeah, I got the double chocolate, got the mint brownie. Uh, it was actually my breakfast this morning on the way to work. It had me a little sm- small glass of milk with a mint brownie built bar four net carbs loved it isaac still drinks glasses of milk which i think is is great oh yeah i got i've i've cut back because i've cut back a lot of my carbs and milk has carbs but oh well i'll still drink it built bars are incredible snack they're an incredible breakfast replacement they're great bar they're a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar you can lose or maintain weight while indulging in a delicious tree they're covered in 100 percent chocolate they're low calorie low sugar high protein high fiber great for a keto diet like isaac right now go to builtbar.com use the promo code locked on and you'll get ten dollars off your next order use the promo code locked on for ten dollars off at builtbar.com all right, Isaac Harris, let's get to some more of our live stream questions. Eurostep Bros asked, what will make the best NBA Finals? So for you, I mean, just be somewhat of an objective basketball fan because I know you're just going to say Nuggets and anyone else because you hate the Lakers so much. But what do you think will make the best basketball in the Finals? Um, <clears throat> I mean, okay, narrative or just basketball on the court? Because I think narrative, it would be... I think Heat versus Lakers narrative. I mean, Boston versus L.A., everybody would love that. But I just think the Lakers would roll over Boston. Um, I think You don't he- think they would roll over the Heat, though? You think that the Lakers no, would roll I, over Boston, but not the Heat? Yeah, I, I think the Heat Heat could win a couple games against them. Just one, I think Eric Spolster is that good. And I would love to see Spo coach against LeBron in the finals. That would be kind of fun. I think they have bodies to throw at LeBron as far as, you know, Iggy, Jay Crowder, Jimmy Butler. They at least got three guys in that. Bam versus AD would be fun, even though, you know, AD's big. But it, I I think narrative, that would be it. Selfishly, I, I just want to see I just want to see the Nuggets. I would Okay, let's say this. Nuggets versus Boston would be fascinating because 
they they don't have anybody to even like go against like Jokic at all. No, Tice but, would foul out in one minute. Tice no. gets so many foul calls, and he would be playing against Jokic, or he'd be out first quarter. Honestly. I just, but but I want I think best finals would be Nuggets and Heat. I think that would be fun, and I would like that. Yeah, Nuggets Nuggets Heat would be fun. I think. I think Lakers Celtics is probably going to be. I mean, you have the the old guard with LeBron, and then you have the new guard with Tatum. Like that contrast would be fun. The you know two stars, two first team All NBA against the you know the team approach with the Heat. I think that would be good too. Would the Lakers uh, yeah. sweep Boston? I don't think. See, I don't think so. I'm, I'm not as I'm not as high on that, but it could happen. It'd be yeah. awesome. Yes, <laughs> I would enjoy yes. that for sure. Would we? Okay. Should we do a pod if the Lakers win the title? Can I be? I don't think I can do a pod with you that night. But like, I'm not obnoxious Lakers fan. <laughs> like, did you listen to? Did you listen to any part of Locked On Lakers after the Clippers went down? Hold up, reframe that question. Did you? You asking me if I listen to Locked On Lakers? I won't listen to no, anything Lakers. You're just such a hater. There's like, no what way. happened? What happened in your childhood where you like got like someone chopped off one of your fingers with an axe that had Lakers branding on it? No, I just I just like I, I dislike things in sports. All right, we do th- we do this too much. We do this too much. What would what would be a letdown NBA finals? What would be like, oh man, this is gonna be kind of boring. I don't think there is La- one, right? Lakers sweeping these- Boston. That would be horrible. That's true. If if it was a sweep, right? If Lakers go in and sweep or if I don't know. Would Boston sweep the, the Nuggets? Probably not. Would the Heat sweep no, the Nuggets? No, no. The no. Heat might be able to sweep the Nuggets, honestly. No, I don't think so. Bam against Jokic, and then you have Butler, and you have all those like all those wings going at each other. I, but Jimmy here's Chase the thing. around Jamal Murray. But here's the thing: if the Nuggets make it to the finals, that means they just beat the Lakers. And I think I would love to see the betting lines on that of like, oh, are they the favorite? Like all this different stuff. So it'd be yeah. We would have to rethink everything about Jokic again. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. He just went through the Clippers and the Lakers. That'd be wild. That'd be absolutely wild. All right. Uh, Hero Step Bros is the only one getting in questions right now. He said, Do you think the NBA will, will be built in a next year's schedule around the Olympics? That's going to be so wild, the Olympics. So if, if they start in March, all of a sudden, do they do an all star break for the Olympics? Like, what do they do? Do they just do a long layoff? I mean, that's going to be so weird. We're just going to send college players to the Olympics again like they used to. Yeah, I don't know what they're going to do with the Olympics. That was a huge thing to when, you know, things were getting thrown out there about this new timeline and how the NBA, they could, you know, change it permanently and start on Christmas Day or start January 1 and do this whole calendar thing of, you know, kind of what we, what they, yeah, what everybody was talking about. One of the biggest things was the summer thing of like Olympics. You have these Olympics every four years and you see these guys like they, they take a lot of pride in playing for their countries. So you would have to maybe look at the soccer model. Like there's so many different ways. Either you take a break, uh, but even like an all-star break, I mean, the Olympics last longer. I mean, and then there's the training leading up to it and training camps and all this different stuff. So that's a huge thing. Either they don't go or you entertain a soccer type model to where like players can lead. I don't know. It's so what the, what the NHL does, right. Is when they have an Olympic break is they just send those players away and they keep playing. Right. Don't they, isn't that what they do? So you can do that in the NBA where, like, just like Tatum is gone, but Jalen Brown is staying back and Kemba is staying back with, with the Celtics. I guess Luka and KP would both be gone. Maxi would be gone. Would that, would that the change? The Mavericks wouldn't like, have a team anymore. 
Yeah, would, would, would that change team, teams' like building strategies to where if you have like a really like a very international led team, it's like you're leaving. Like all these guys would be leading. Like Luca would be going, Boban would be playing for Serbia. Like all these guys would be going to play for their countries, and they're you know all of a sudden Josh Reeves is getting 35 minutes. For some reason, I didn't. I don't think Slovenia qualified for the Olympics. I remember it's so. They didn't. Like, no, no, they didn't. They missed out. It was a huge thing, and yeah. all this it's kind of bullcrap, but. Yeah, uh, John wants to know why we don't want to land, attempt to land Kawhi in 2021. I mean, go for it. I mean, I don't think that they're, not, I don't think they're not trying to. Giannis just seems like the next disgruntled type star that wants to move. I think Kawhi kind of made his choice. He got traded to Toronto. I don't know if that was exactly his decision, and then he made his choice to go to L.A. And if that doesn't, you know, if they lose again, maybe he does want out of there. But it seems like L.A. was the place he wanted to be. Oh yeah, I mean, if we're talking about, I saw this question posed the other day, and this, and on Twitter, and it said, "Who is the perfect fit across the league? Like a player that that would be the perfect fit for the Mavs? Like Kawhi is a better fit than Giannis. I mean, that's just like he would be yeah. theoretically better better fit than Giannis. And if he is open up to possibilities, then yes, hands down, roll out the red carpet for Kawhi alongside uh, Luka Doncic and KP. Sign me up." Is Kawhi Scottie Pippen? <laughs> the Kawhi slander over the past 48 hours has been, I mean, There hasn't been that much. Bull crap. Bull crap. There has been. I don't, sometimes his, whole I legacy have... is, his whole legacy is being questioned. What is going on? What are we doing right now? Who's questioning what? his legacy? Anyone what? legitimate questioning his legacy? Okay, Bill, Bill and Rosillo essentially even, gave him a pass. Yeah, well, even Bill and Rasil, they were addressing the question in their pod. And Ryan's like, "I'm sorry, he's he's done too many big things in the playoffs for me to just sit there and say after this, you know, the past two games that he's not this, you know, great player and all this different stuff." So I, I'm with Rasil on that. Like, I think we're a little little overboard with the Kawhi slander right now. I don't know. I don't know who is. I don't see a lot of people slandering Kawhi that much. Playoff P, yes, lots, lots of slander. Think, okay, our, hey, let's talk about friend- playoff P real quick. I think our friend Tim McMahon on the Hoop Collective said that he would give him the veteran minimum. <laughs> he said in his playoff pitch he would play back game seven footage and he would say, here, take the veteran minimum. So while, while we're talking about playoff feet and while we're talking about Bill and Rosillo, they halfway joking, jokingly threw out there, they said, what if, what if Dallas offered Porzingis for Paul George? And I laughed at him like, I wouldn't do that if I was Dallas. But if you could get Paul George for anything outside of Luka and KP, do you go do it? Like if they're really, I mean, that's a huge sell low for the Clippers. I'm not saying Clippers would do that. If they're trading Paul George, they're going to get somebody really good in return. But if it's something to where if Paul George was available for the same, you know, like price as like an Oladipo package that we've talked about, anything else Dallas has, you go, you go get it. Or are you like all out on Paul George, no matter what? No, like if if I'm the Mavericks, I would do that. I think I think that Porzingis injury history that kind of scares me a little bit. I think that, yeah, but but then but then I go back I go back and forth on this. It's not like a guaranteed I would do it, but I think Porzingis still has a ceiling to hit, right? Which is pretty wild. Oh, no, no, I'm out on tra- no Porzingis. I'm not doing Porzingis for Paul George. That, I'm not doing that. I'm oh, okay. talking about anything outside of Porzingis. Like the Tim Hardaway and picks and whatever you add oh, to it. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Why not? I mean, yeah. yeah. Would you max him out in 2021 if he's unrestricted free agent? Yeah, I think so. I think you still bet on talent. Because then at that point, he's your third option. <laughs> Can he be okay yeah. as your third option? 
Seriously, and is this something that we've learned? Is he is he not a second option? I mean, now we've we've seen That's him so wild. <laughs> we've seen him with Westbrook. We've seen him now with Kawhi. He can't get past and <laughs> the only the only superstar to ever bring him to a conference finals was Lance Stevenson and Roy Hibbert. We're so Roy we're Hibbert. we're obviously still live on Hot Mike, and uh, there's a lot of people in the chat saying no, they would they would not do the Paul George thing at all. They you know, stay away. No, for me, is it worth it? Um, yeah, I, I'm not that far. I think if you could get him for a bargain or if he's willing, if he wants to come to your team in a couple years on paper and everything, going back to the on paper Clippers thing, he is a wing defender. He is another, you know, creator. He would theoretically fit right next to Luca. Yeah. All right. There you go, guys. We appreciate you jumping on and listening to the podcast this week. We've had a pretty good week on the Locked On Network. We broke our record for most downloads over the network five times, four times. <laughs> it was pretty incredible what we did on this network. So thanks, guys, for checking in. Guys, thanks so much for listening to Locked On Mavs. Peace out. Boom. Such a hater. They're, like, what happened? There's what no happened way. in your childhood where you, like, got, like, Someone chopped off one of your fingers with an axe that had Lakers branding on it.